Can you hear my cat in the background? I heard I heard a very tiny squeak now that you mention it. Luisco, can you keep it down, please? I'm trying to re- record a podcast that eight people listen to. Well, James, we're back at it again, back in the saddle again, ready to record another episode this week. How are you doing? I am doing okay. Just okay? Just okay. Yep. Is it because of of your fantasy team? Yeah, you know, fantasy is just a stupid game and like, it's all just luck and I don't know why I even play it. You know what's a good game is that pick 'em, pick 'em. That's a good game. Mm, now there's now there's a game that takes some 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 skill. Yeah, for real, a real man's game. A real get get your hands dirty picking teams. Not for the uh, faint of heart. No, definitely not. Yeah, you are crushing it in the uh, pick 'em. Yeah. How much? How much money did we put down? Was that fifty dollars? I think uh, fifty thousand each oh okay well that's yeah. good so should should help make up for any uh lost dues uh paid this year but um i do have to say i might have to keep this a, a little bit shorter i'm, I'm getting kind of hungry so uh, i might need to go get dinner might need to go get some dinner oh i i can't relate because i am not hungry did you just <laughs> Andrew, I don't have it. I don't know. It feels we took a week off. It feels weird. All right, just gotta shake off the how do you get how do you get rust off of something? Uh WD forty. Actually no. Uh, you you hit it. I don't know. Just go find some W D forty, chug a chug a case of that, a a bottle of that. A carton of that. I don't know exactly how it it comes, um, and then you'll be good. Okay. You did it. Yep, did it. Went down smooth. Get it? <laughs> because. Because <laughs> it's like a lubricant. Oh, you know a lot about those. Yep. Well, now that Especially you're inside me, <laughs> what you got it back? I mean, it worked. <laughs> that was instant. Well, even though you're uh, you're not hungry, do you have an appetite to go over week eight recaps? You know, I think I think I just might be able to uh, to 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 do a little snack on some week eight recaps. Da da da. Da, 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 da. It's the week eight recap. Yay! Um, some low-scoring games here this week, James. Um, as as I threw in the uh, the group chat earlier, uh, 
or late last week, I guess, we had six different teams that scored between 74.8 and 79.4. That that is like a crazy low range for that many teams to fall into. And um, two of those teams ended up playing each other that we will certainly discuss uh, the closest matchup of this week. But uh, just kind of interesting how we had that uh, that small grouping and overall just a low scoring week. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm no stranger to low scores, but it's kind of weird when everyone else has. A... Yeah, well, let's uh, go ahead and, and talk about your team and your matchup last week. Villainous Abeds took on me and the Melon Oh, do we have to? Can't we just, can't we just skip it? We do have to talk about it. I'm sorry, James, but um, we'll make it quick so it's not too much of a, uh, a heartache on you to hear this again. But uh, me and the Melon Gal did take the victory 109.2 to 75.9. Um, for Jake, Patrick Mahomes was his top score with 36.6 points. Um, he is absolutely crushing it, the second highest score of the week. Um, also got some help from Justin Jackson, Keenan Allen, and breakout star Travis Fulgham, um, all scoring uh, around 16 points average. So um, s- some good assists from those players. Um, talk to me about your team, James. Well, you know, I started off strong with Julio, 17 points. Lo- love having him on my team. Um, and Steelers defense did really well, uh, scoring a touchdown for me. Um, yeah, and then, like, you know, story of the year is my running back scoring, like, just above 10 points. They, they're they really good at that, which is, you know, a decent floor. But, um, yeah, Kenny Galladay got hurt. That was not great. Um, and T. Higgins is on my bench. So, yeah. Um, then Carson Wentz had a bad week. So yeah, not 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 so great, Bob. Yeah, just overall some um, you know underperformances. Clyde only got you four point six points, so um, giving you your fifth loss of the year. Um, while Jake moved up to tie you in the standings, uh, both now at three and five. Love it. It's great. It's every, everything's coming up. Sadness. Well, James, to give you maybe a little bit more uh, happiness, I'll let you pick the uh, next matchup that we want to uh, recap. Um, well, I guess uh, we might as well talk about your matchup. Um, Alexander Jamilton versus Bassett Trace and Bandage. Uh, Smeed, you got your fourth win. I did. How, how does it feel? It feels great. Um, a little, little nervous there. Not the start to the season that I wanted. Uh, very volatile team. Uh, I either score 75 points or 140. Uh, but this year, I kind of, or excuse me, this last week, I kind of split the difference. Uh, 110.9, I got 22 points from Rogers, 21 points from Kamara, um, 21 points from Giovanni Bernard. So those were uh, definitely my, my top scores while my wide receivers all kind of underperformed. Um, but it was enough to get the win over Zach. Justin Herbert looks to be like a great pickup and a, a good uh, option for Zach to play in place of Lamar Jackson if the uh, matchup favors the Chargers quarterback. Um, 
who else on his team performed well this week? Uh, well, you know, Allen Robinson uh, scoring 17 points is good. Honestly, that's about it. Yeah, again, uh, kind of similar to your team, just uh, a good number of underperformers that uh, just totaled his 85.2 points and moves back to a record of 3-4-1. and one. Um, And that's that on that. Why don't we head over to the uh, Shape of Lake Water versus Source of Error. Uh, David versus Sean, kind of a, a known uh, long-term rival in this league. Um, who got the victory in this matchup? Well, uh, it, it was Sean. He, he did it. No way. Yeah, he did it. People said it couldn't be done, but Source of Error prevail, prevails again. Um, taking How do down do David. It? Oh, how'd he do it? Well, he scored more points than David did. Classic, Sean. That's a surefire way to get get a win, is to just score more points than your opponent. Yeah, uh, his top scorer was a DK Metcalf, who you know is having a real, a real standout year with Russell Wilson throwing to him. Thirty-four points. That's that's a that's a real bundle of points there. Yeah, third highest individual performance on the week. 116.8 points was Sean's total, uh, taking down David Book, who tallied just 79.4. Um, he got 25 of those from Robert Woods, who was his top scorer, but no one else was able to cap 13 points. Uh, Josh Jacobs got close. Youngway Ku got 13 exactly, um, but everyone else uh, underperformed, including uh, quarterback Teddy Bridgewater moving David to 4-4, four and four, uh, while Sean bumped up his record to 4-4. Four and four. Who do you uh, want to look at next, James? Um, well, got, it's, it's tough for me to choose, but I guess I'll have to choose the two people who I most like to look at just at any point in time. In real ever. life, yeah. Yeah, in real life. Also, tragically, the people that under current circumstances I see the least on a day-to-day basis. And that's, of course, Matt Zabel and Clay Tucker, um, a.k.a. Smashed Ham, and all Sunday Clay ASC, who uh, they, they had a little matchup last week, and uh, Smashed Ham once again smashed his way to victory, 132 points to uh, Clay's only 74. Yeah, biggest blowout of the week. Um, smashed Ham, no – question that he is the best team in the league the team to beat and having two of the top four players in week eight um, definitely making for a a scary lineup for anyone going against him that would be uh, Russell Wilson and Dalvin Cook who combined for 75 points um, just between the two of them which is more points than uh, um, Clay's team put together total so just those two players would have gotten it done but James Conner, Cooper Cup also helped out um, bringing his total up to that 132.7. Man, 47.6 points for Dalvin Cook. That's just – like I know we've had some 40-point games. But is, that, is that the biggest point total for any player this year? Um, I do not recall. I'm not sure. I'm just going to say it is because no one else – no one's going to correct me, so – yeah, 
four touchdowns and over 200 all-purpose yards or yards from scrimmage, I should say. That's that's monstrous. Why don't you um, talk to me about Clay's team while I, I try and look up to see if that is, in fact, the uh, the highest score? Well, Clay's team this week, uh, you know, he scored about the same number of points that I did. So, like, he was pretty, pretty shit when you think about it. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Hill and Jamal Williams were his top scorers, um, scoring tw- 23 points, 15 points. Um, but, yeah, across the board, really just really bad scores. Justin Jefferson didn't have a great week against Green Bay for the Vikings. And uh, Baker Mayfield, ooh, less than 10 points. That's that's pretty tough. Um, Clay was not able to start his normal QB, Deshaun Watson. You know, that definitely helped him to his loss this week. Yeah, I think even with, uh, you know, this low performance, I, I think next week uh, could be a bounce back for him, um, certainly with Deshaun Watson coming back and also potential for um, Christian McCaffrey to return from IR, uh, his first round draft pick. So uh, could could see uh, ASC on the rise. Um, Dalvin Cook, 47.6 points is the top score by an individual player so far. Tyler Lockett in week seven got 45.5, and Aaron Jones in week two got 43.6. Uh, but currently Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook holds, that, holds that record. All right, we mentioned it kind of at the start. A uh, close game this week was between Dormy Daniels, Saquon 2.0. Um, it came down to a potential overtime on Monday night's game. If it would have gone to overtime, Tom Brady... Rob Gronkowski, Ronald Jones almost certainly would have gotten the lead that that they needed, uh, that Cy needed, but unfortunately wasn't the case. Um, So Saquon took the victory. Who were his top performers this week, James? Uh, Well, top performer, Travis Kelsey, tight end. Um, You know, not much to say about Travis Kelsey. He's great. Uh, next was uh, Ryan Tannehill as quarterback. Scored a cool 17 points. Um, you know, can't can't complain there. Filling in for the uh, the injured Dak Prescott for Jackson's team this year. Um, and then yeah, looking across the board, Stephon Diggs went double digits, but everyone else just kind of pretty pretty not great of a week. Yeah, and even with getting the victory, you know, 76.2 points, uh, not the best result. But it was able to hold back uh, Curtis Samuel, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, all scoring uh, double digits but less than 20 for Dormy Dormy Samuels, but the uh, rest of his players, uh, especially Zeke and Ronald Jones, just combined for 12 points. So um, a close defeat, but... The 0.2 points move both teams to a record of five and three. All right, final matchup of the week. Who do we got? Well, it's a tale as old as time. We have uh, who's your daddy, Brandon Hubbard, um, getting another loss this week. He is now at 0 and 8, um, and he received that loss because a Lugington football team was able to score 126 points. To Brandon's only seventy-seven, um, and Lukington moves to five-two and one because of his tie with Zach earlier in the year. 
Yeah, second highest score this week of all teams. Um, Josh Allen kind of struggling as of late. Uh, only got 12 points, but uh, Devonte Adams, Mike Williams, Derrick Henry, and the Eagles defense all showed up this week to kind of help out there. Um, Devonte Adams was his top scorer at just under 27 points. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, at who's your daddy? Not great, Bob. Not um, not great, Bob. Top scorer Tyler Boyd, 16.6. No one That's else good. above uh, 14 points. Um, second hey, Will highest, Lutz, 13. Uh, second highest score was Will Lutz. Yeah. Um, who doinked one off the uh, uprights, too, in a very windy day in Chicago. So, yeah, he could have got three more there, but um, nonetheless wouldn't have made a difference because Derek Carr, Todd Gurley, DeAndre Swift, Tyler Higbee, um, Leonard Fournette, nobody able to help. And Titans uh, D! Titans D actually hurt with uh, minus one yeah. points there. Man, don't, don't play – don't bet against Joe Burrow. So he's an animal. So I think that's the uh, last matchup that we have this week. Um, very interesting week, very exciting week, especially with that Monday night game. And uh, five weeks left, so it's uh, getting close. There's only so much time in a day, so let's not waste any more seconds not discussing this week's resplendent acquisition. Oh, well, hello there, James. Hello. Um, the last few resplendent acquisitions of the week have been... Eh, they have been all right, to say the least. But uh, there's one thing that I've noticed about each of our prior acquisitions. They've kind of gone off the rails a bit, haven't they? Oh, quite, yes. Um, and I think uh, there might be something that has been overlooked. Oh, overlooked, you say? That's that uh, it's only... One player. Everyone is only getting one player oh, at the time. Only, only one. Oh, I require, I require all of the players. Well, I think that's what this week's resplendent acquisition has done. They have gotten eleven players with one 11? acquisition. Why it looks like two tiny spears? Oh, quite tiny spears. That would be the uh, the Ravens' defense for a whopping $20 fab. Oh, $20. Quite a price, but 11 players. You can never have too many. And that, of course, went to the source of error. Use, use all of them wisely. This has been this segment. Time... For the next one. All right, that was quite the 
Quite the segment. Quite the segment. I love that segment. But I love this one more because that one was done. And then now <laughs> this is the next one that we're talking about. And it is, of course, the spit. Um, the week eight uh, recap episode. Bullets. Bull <laughs> Helicopter. No, it's the power rankings. Oh, yeah. Those things. All right. Well, I can't, I can't, do you want, do you want me to run through them? Oh, run, just run through, through them. Okay. Well, you know, let's, let's just get through it. Cause we all know who's at number one. It's of course, Mads Abel smashed hand. He is, uh, he is, he is the best. He's still number one. And number two, it is Luke Conway. Still, Woo. still staying in that, staying near the top ever since the start of the year. But well, I love to see it. Uh, in third place, we have Andrew Smead. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah you really hate to see it. Um, really well, hoping that you tank the rest of the season and somehow miss the playoffs, but doesn't seem likely because, I don't know, all the teams afterwards seem pretty suspect. Um, but uh, at number four, we have Jackson Shalliol. Um, Jackson's been kind of, kind of going through a rough patch with all the with all the injuries to his team, but uh, he he got a win where he probably should have gotten a loss, but he got a win last week, so he's he's trending back upward. And uh, we'll quick see. note about Jackson: you you mentioned all those injuries. Just a reminder that he's got zero dollars fab remaining. He spent all of his, so. Um, could be, you know, that, that strategy might be showing some holes right now. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, especially if uh, Mike Davis ends up losing his spot to Christian McCaffrey coming back. Right. Yes, we'll see. And number five, we have Cy Suncom, a.k.a. Dormy Staniels. Um, yeah, he's, he's, at, he's at number five in, in, the, in the hunt for the playoffs looking – Looking pretty good for that playoff push. Um, Rounding out the end of the first half, we have David M. Book at number six. Take a look. It's in a book. David. David. David everybody. M. Book. Um, David Michael. Are you writing a play? Nope. Just singing a song. Oh. Andrew, beautiful. I've been telling you for I, I've been trying to explain this to you for years, but not every song is its own play. It should be. Why has nobody signed my petition on change.org for that? I don't Un know. Man. Unbelievable. Um second half, starting off the second half is Sean Skerbeck. Sean! Of Air, uh followed shortly or closely or quickly by Clay. Um, who, as we mentioned, Christian McCaffrey coming back, uh, number one pick back. overall. So coming he, back. He could be shooting up. We'll have to see. Um, we have a tie 
believe it or not, a tie for ninth place. Um, Wait. Oh, what? no, we don't. Oh, no. We have a, a non-tie for ninth a place. A non-tie. Believe it or not. Sorry. That's, that's um, my bad. Jermichael will, will make it so it's – Jermichael will cut this so it's somehow Zach's fault. Um, who happens to oh, be Oh, dang it, Zach. You messed it up. Zach. He's, he's in ninth place. You're in ninth place, Zach. Not a tie for ninth place. Um, but we do have a tie for tenth place. We sure do. Um, between me and Jake. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can order us however you want. Um, it doesn't matter because we both suck. So, But not yeah. as much as uh, Brandon, who nope. once again is the uh, unanimous last place. Yeah, man, winless. I, have we had 0-8? I don't think that's been a thing. I don't believe so. I, I want to say 0-7 is our longest. Did we have – oh, was that, was that Jackson last year? I think so. Um, I really need to stop saying this stuff without looking it up, man. I'll, I'll get it up. Okay. I can always get it up eventually. Sometimes I need, like, a little bit more – you know, that's verbal. That's what, that's that's what they say about you. Yeah. He's he's like he's like he's like the tortoise and the hare. Might take him a while, but he'll he'll get you there. All right. What was the question? The longest losing streak. Penis. Wait. Oh. No. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, our longest losing streak. Uh, Clay had an eight-game loss streak in 2019. But was it to start the year, though? I don't believe so, no. That's pretty bad, though. Uh, who did I say had that? Clay? Okay. Um, it was to start the year. Yeah, he started 0-8. Oh, really? Wait, what year? Uh, 2019, last year. What? Huh. Just don't remember that. Ja and Jackson didn't he won a game before Clay did? Uh yeah. Let me uh let me pull that. Man, up. my memory is just terrible. <laughs> Everything just kind of blends together. Um Jackson w uh went 0 and 6, won the next two games and then lost the rest of the regular season. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear kind of a fun fact though? Yeah, hit me with it. So Clay Started the season 0-8. Mm-hmm. Week 9, he got his first win mm -hmm. against Cy. Against Cy. Brandon. Brandon. Is playing Cy next week. Ooh. Is Cy a slump buster? Uh, tune in, tune in mean, next week who, to find who out. You, who are you going to call? Cy. <laughs> You gotta bust bust those slumps. Uh, we'll have to have to see if that comes true. But I think that's gonna do it for this week's power rankings. Uh, we do have a a new segment that is gonna be uh, ramping up in in time given to it because we are approaching playoffs and we need to take a look at the playoff picture. And I 
or or not like we don't have to look at it right like if it um, makes us sad do we have to look at it you okay you don't have to look at it james i will okay. look at it um but you do okay. have to listen and provide commentary okay is that is that a good compromise yeah well using a a cool tool i found online the fantasy football hub uh, they ran some simulations on the final five weeks of the regular season here. Ah, the hub. The hub, the yep. Hub. Yep, you got something else on your mind again there, James? Or No, nah, man, it's the hub. Just the hub. You got the Live, ticker. laugh, love. You got the hub. Um, but yeah, they run a bunch of simulations and they spit out uh, playoff results or, uh, excuse me, final standing results and the uh, probabilities of each. So... Uh, we'll go through that and just kind of have some discussion. Smashed Ham, 7-1, and one, top of the standings, uh, game-and-a-half lead over the Lukington football teams. Uh, Matt Zabel has a 100% chance of making the playoffs, so congratulations on the uh, first team to lock in one of those spots. Um, he also comes with a 96% chance to get a first-round buy. So things are looking uh, pretty good for Smashed Ham there. Now, uh, Saquon 2.0 with a record of 5-3 and three actually has the second best odds of making the playoffs at 94.7, followed closely by the Lukington football team with 94.6. So very hmm. close. Um, it's those... in- interesting that Luke's ahead in the standings, but has a lower chance of making playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's that tie, but... Um, Luke does have a better chance of getting a first round buy than Jackson. He he's sitting. Luke is sitting at about forty four percent, while Jackson is only sitting at thirty one percent for a first round buy. Uh, but it's some of those lower positions that um, I'm. I think it might be that tie that is kind of uh, going in Jackson's favor. But either way, very close, um, very high probabilities. So things are looking good for them. The other team that is sitting at 5-3 and three in the standings is Dormy Staniels, who comes up next with 89% chance. Um, it could be a, a lower points for total for Dormy Staniels compared to the uh, previous three teams that's hurting him a bit. But either way, Eight, uh, 89%, pretty good. Yeah, 89% chance. That's, that's a pretty good chance. If someone told me I had 89% chance to win something versus lose it i feel like i'd be pretty confident you'd be happy about that yeah of course yeah. You, who knows if that actually would happen because like you know that that 10 to 11 percent chance it's always oh you never know sometimes right. it freaks you out but and there's a lot yeah. that isn't uh, taken into account in the simulation like when tampa bay goes on a bye week Sai is probably going to lose because you know three of his top players are all on that team. Um, oh, yeah. So is, de- there, is there a bye week coming up? Uh, week 13, I believe. Oh, dang. That? So the week? Huh. That would be interesting. Yeah. So it's just Ho- things like that. Hopefully that... for, yeah. Ho- hopefully for him, he has a playoff spot locked up. Right. Before then. He can, then he can just rest his players. Right. Give them the week off. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's kind of a, a bunch in the uh, standings at four and four, but uh, myself, 
and the Bastion Trace and Bandage team is leading them with uh, a points for total uh, about 65 points higher than the next team. So that is giving me the fifth spot in the standings and a 72.5% chance of making playoffs. Um, and surprisingly, David, the Shape of Lake Water, who is just behind me in the standings, that drops quite a bit when looking at these percentages uh, going to 48%. Um, follow closely is the source of how, error. Go how ahead. does that... Are you wondering why Sorry, it's I, that big of a drop? Yeah, well, I'm just... I, I was just confused. I, I guess it, it it's fine, but it, it wasn't making mathematical sense in my head why the like the last person right now to make the playoffs like the sixth highest likelihood to make playoffs was less than 50 percent that seemed weird to me on the face yeah i think it's just because there's kind of a, a tight grouping there between uh david sean zach clay right um it's all kind of up in the air right mm -hmm. now um, but yeah sean is sitting at 39 percent uh, Zach is sitting at 35%, and Clay is sitting at 18%, so a little bit lower for Clay there, even though he does have a higher record than Zach. Um, and then again, you know, this doesn't take into account that McCaffrey is coming back. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely could see that change. But then towards the bottom, me and the Melon Gals, uh, 6%. Bill and his Abed's 3%. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to laugh. I just remembered a joke that I heard earlier at work today. Um, and then uh, sad news, but probably not unexpected news. Who's your daddy? 0% chance of making playoffs. And uh, just under 100% chance of getting a first round buy in the loser's bracket. So uh, not looking good for Brandon there. Maybe, maybe, you know, you know, another thing that this model doesn't take into account. What's that, James? A potential rebrand energy. <laughs> oh, you are absolutely right. We have seen the power of the rebrand. Oh, um, I think myself and Cy have been the only people uh, taking, taking advantage of that. Um, my progress kind of halted because I misspelled it. Uh, but Dormy Daniels, ever since changing that that team name, has been doing uh, pretty good. I believe he changed it after week three. Right? Yeah, he kind of he kind of changed it. He started with Dormy. He changed it, and he changed it, and he changed it back. It was like a triple threat. I believe his record with the team name Dormy Daniels is five and one. That's pretty good. That's yeah. That's pretty good. Maybe maybe I should just change my team name to Dormy Daniels. See if it works. <laughs> it might. <laughs> would it would it let me do the exact same team name? I have no idea. Man, I'll go. I'll throw anything at the wall now. Like, just give me that bowl of spaghetti. I just, it's. I got nothing to lose. You might as well try a rebrand. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, I think I've I mentioned this before, but I have been practicing and like brainstorming stand up routines um, because I just like 
I don't know. I've I, I I know I have a pretty good chance of getting last place. Like like Brandon probably has a worse team, but like you know, Jackson had the worst team last year, and Luke was the eventual punishment receiver. So yeah, I you know I've been I've been brainstorming stuff. It's all it's all very bad. Hey Jay, so, yeah, I'm pr- I'm very nervous. Yeah, can I ask you a question? Um, I'm sure you can. Have you tried everything? Have I tried everything? Yeah, to like come back and, and make playoffs. Have you tried everything? Wish no. on Lucky Star. <laughs> Bed's ah bed still smell <laughs> okay, bad. Yeah. That yeah, okay. Ah <laughs> bed still smell bad. Tried oh my everything. Gosh. Wait, hold up. Um, do, I could do hear something. the I could hear the light bulb. Yeah. Click on over your head. Did you just like transcend? Are you still nope. there? Nope, you're good. You're good. I hear I hear typing. I hear clicking. I am refreshing the ESPN page. <laughs> I bet smell bad. There it is. Oh, James, I'm pretty sure you and I are the only people going to get that. We're going to get that, but uh, I love it. So. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's my team name now. Like, if, if that, like, I, if that doesn't work, then I, I know I exhausted all You tried everything. My tried everything. I bet smell bad. <laughs> Wish unlucky star, a bet small path. Uh, oh, man. What a great show. What it started off a little slow. It was uh, we eventually we eventually ended up stealing jokes from a different podcast. Yeah. Which is how it always ends up, and that that's that's a good thing. Do you know what do you know what I think the turning point was? No. I think it was when we started talking about Psy being the slump buster, which slump busted buster. our slump. Yeah, okay. I got to say, when you said the word slump buster, like my, my like neurons in my brain just fired. And I started imagining like some, uh, I mean, okay, you'll, you guys, you'll, you'll see. I, I have some plans. Well, you'll, uh, you'll just, you'll just have to see. Just have to see. I'm on the edge of my seat. But, uh, yeah, big shout-out to Sai for busting Clay's slump last year, busting our slump mm-hmm. this episode. and Mid- uh, in, in the middle of the episode, in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Documented for all time. Crazy. Well, I think that is going to do it for this week's of the Commissioner Corner. Um, you're <laughs> keep, it, keep it fresh. <laughs> Keep it real. Keep it frosty. And re- remember, your bums at the window, Dave. Wink. <laughs> <laughs>